Y'all know what it is. Y'all ready? Turn it up. One, two, Unscripted, unshackled, uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel and Holly, uncensored, from Hot 101.5. Rolling stones in the rapture, not bragging. Look bigger than Jagger, not sagging. Sprawling backwards, I'ma leave it at that. Welcome to Miguel and Holly Uncensored. My name is Miguel Fuller. That is Miss Holly O'Connor. Hi there. And producer Ryan and our associate producer Scotty the Body are nowhere to be seen because Scott is taking a final right now. Yes. Over at USF. Godspeed. And Ryan is working, doing something, promotions, hating his life probably. Probably. It's hard. Those two are hard to pin down because... They do other things that they either have to do or get paid to do that's not this. And then us just old, rich, lazy bones over here. Ain't We're got just like, y'all else. got time for a podcast. Y'all want to come over here and talk for an extra nothing in your paycheck? And they said, no, maybe not right now. Got time for that. Have fun. So Holly, it's just you and I. Welcome to it. Back to the basics, girl. Back to the basics. <laughs> Let's see if we can do this. I know, right? Uh, so there are a couple things that I wanted to bring up and to talk through. Uh, first, I wanted to bring up just the holidays mm. and Christmas and the complications around that. Yeah. Um, Because that's sort of been going on in my life that I haven't been able to talk about it on the air. Mm-hmm. Because it's it, it isn't just dealing with me. It's dealing with my family, my boyfriend's family. Things and get a lot stickier when there's when you're dating someone. They yeah, are. Period. And it's it's gotten a little nerve-wracking because uh, I'm not making any decisions. I'm just sort of going with the flow. So here's what's happened is that last year, uh, my boyfriend and I had only been together for what? Uh, like four months. Yeah, November, yeah, four months. And we were like, well, we don't want to be apart for Christmas. And he was like, well, I got to go to Buffalo where I'm from because my mom has had this Christmas Eve dinner at her house for like 20, 25 years. I'm like, that's her thing and their big old family that she hosts. And she I have to be there. And I said, sure, you know, that's fine. I will I I will skip my family's uh, stuff so we can go do yours. Mm -hmm. So that happened last year. And then this year I've been to Buffalo Five times, I think. It's been a lot. Uh, and then his parents came for Thanksgiving. My mother came from Atlanta for Thanksgiving. And so we were all here. Yeah. So the plan was still this year we were going to go do Buffalo for Christmas, like day before Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve for his mom's party. And then Christmas Day, we'd fly to Atlanta, do my family. And then I have two friends that I have to see while I'm there. Uh-huh. And then that was it. Well, as the years or this season has gone on. His painting business has been a little slow and he's just traveled a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just been a lot. And he was getting, well, he was like, there were two weddings. Yeah. There was a lot. And so he's been a little stressed out about, you know, how are we paying for all these plane tickets? Cause they haven't been bought yet. And so it's been a little stressful right now. And so I always feel like in with him, with my boyfriend, because he's such a like family person and he loves his family and he doesn't want to disappoint them. And he's never missed this right. dinner at all Yeah, for anything. Like, he's lived here in Florida for three years. Um, he has never missed this dinner. And family is so huge to him. And so he's really been agonizing over this decision. And I'm like, listen, if you want to do it, we will make it happen. If I got to put it on my credit cards and then we'll just pay it off in the new year, we will figure it out. And so he started to sort of broach the topic with his family. Um, and then just the thought of it, there was some pushback. 
Um, and so he was like all been out of shape yesterday because he was just like devastated about his parents being disappointed. Well, in him. You, the the what he decided was going to try and gently break the news that maybe he couldn't. Yeah, be there. Exactly. And so I, I'm having a hard time of because I want to protect him mm-hmm. and I want to protect his emotions and his feelings. And I do care about obviously his family and my family. But at the end of the day, like he's my number one concern. Yeah. And so I basically told him yesterday, I was like, listen, at some point you're not going to always be able to be there for for this dinner for your family. You went and traveled overseas with them for your brother's wedding. Uh, we went up there and I officiated their wedding in America. Right. You were there for all of October working for your painting business up there. You got to see them a lot. You've spent a lot of time with them. And so, yes, I understand that your mom may be disappointed, but you're tired yeah. and you spent a lot of money. And, like, where is this money going to magically come from, you know? Right. So it's just, it's been a really awkward time, but because I don't want to seem like the temptress on the other side being I know, like. But also, you have to understand, though, that it would be one thing if we were talking about, like, driving up to Gainesville to see his family. Right. And it was like a, you know. It's far. Right. Buffalo is a long way from Tampa, period. So the plane ticket is going to be money. Mm -hmm. It's not just the money. It's the time in traveling. It's the the travel experience altogether. It's a lot. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing to go. Certainly not. Because I'm from Ohio. I would like to do Christmas with, you know, my family up there. But it's not always logical or practical. Right. And and everybody has to kind of understand that, you know? I I wonder, though, if... Because the plan was that if, if we didn't go to Buffalo, um, we were still going to drive to Atlanta like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and then the day after, um, and then come back that Wednesday. And so I, do you think his parents would be mad at me or him if you if, if, if we did end up going to Atlanta and he missed it? Because I know his parents, and they're going to want to be like, well, well, we'll pay for you all's flights. Mm. And it's like, that's great. But like you said, there's all that stuff that goes around it and then paying for just being there, you know? Right, yes. Because then we don't have a car while we're there, and so we're going to want to rent a car. So there's all these little expenses. And then on top of this, and this is so why I've been wanting to talk about this on the air, but some of his family listens, and he hasn't had that full conversation, and so it wasn't my story to tell just yet, um, is that I, I feel also ashamed that, like, I'm 33, and, like, I'm still like, well— can't afford that plane ticket, girl. Like, I I feel like this is something that you should be able to cover when you're when you're 33. I don't think so. I think 30s. I mean, yes, you should probably have a little more expendable income than you do in, than in your 20s, for example. But that doesn't mean that you know you've got all this money to shell out for plane tickets. And again, it would be one thing. If this was a once a year trip that had been planned out for a long time. Right. Yeah, that's fine. But there have been like six trips yeah. all year. And I, I just think this is one of those circumstances where there is no right way to do it. There's just what's right for you. Mm-hmm. There's no, no one is right here. Like should, you know, his parents want him to be home? Yeah. Right. They want that. Right. Should he want to go? Yeah. Should he want to stay? Yes. Should you necessarily go? No, but that's okay. Like everything is okay. It's just what is going to work best for the two of you? Because at some point, and somebody gave me this advice a long time ago or some, or I've heard it somewhere, I've read it somewhere where it's like, that's going to be your person now. 
I mean, if you guys stay together, that's mm-hmm. going to be your person going forward. So at some point, that person is going to be the number one and the close family takes maybe like a second tier. Not that it's not as important. It right. still is the same amount of importance, mm-hmm. but you're going to have to choose your person over them. Mm. It's sort of like that episode of This Is Us when the Thanksgiving episode from the first season, I think, when Rebecca was all stressed about getting to her mom's house. Yeah. And then when the fan or when the uh, truck broke down and they were in the cabin and they sort of made their own tradition. And that's when she called her mom and was like, I'm sorry, we're not coming. Right. And then they stopped going to take packing up three kids, traveling all that way. And she was like, I'm sorry, you can come to us. Yeah. But this is our thing. This is our tradition. And now they do the, what is it? I think it was the the hot dogs with the crackers oh, or whatever yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. With the, the mustard. Mar- the cheese. Or something. Yeah, or yeah. something like that. Um, right. And so I wonder if, if that's sort of like this, where it's like you can't. You do. You, at some point, do you do have to start your own traditions. Right. And then I think, too, like when you move, um, when you move states like that, you know, those are things that you got to think about when you move is that you can't always be there for everything. No, it, I learned that early on because a money just period. Um, and I was really poor. Yeah. Back then. Um, and also uh, you want to start some of your own new things because that helps you form bonds with your new you know, city, friends, family, where you are. Not again, but that doesn't mean that it has to take the place and you could do a thing. Maybe it's time to start thinking of a rotation where every other year you go to Buffalo or something. So maybe like this year we do Atlanta and the next year we do Buffalo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Buffalo, Atlanta, Buffalo, Atlanta. Or maybe one year and maybe like say, because this year is a little topsy-turvy and it's hard to start something. It's, you know, December 5th. But next year, say, okay, it's going to be a travel year. We're going to go to both. And then the year after that, we're staying home, not doing anything. And then the next year, it's like a travel year. I I know people that work it out that way. That just sounded like so much relief when you said not go anywhere. I was like, yes. Yeah, you don't have to go anywhere. I mean, Mm. yes. But the thing is, I feel like people who only see their family on holidays, and it's like the tradition to only go up for Christmas or whatever, or down or wherever you're from. That's one thing. But again, you've seen each other's families actually quite a few times this year. No, it's true. It's, More than any other year. It's not like like you're going to be missing out on a whole nother year. Like for me, example, I didn't get to Cleveland at all this year. Mm. And I'm I'm sad about that. But we just it was Is your possible. brother coming down for the holidays at all? No, I don't know. I think no. he's going to Philadelphia. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> He is so frustrated. And maybe it's because this is the way my like my brother has worked it out. But it's like, he won't fly. He will not uh, fly. He right. wants to drive. So then right. you got to build in an extra couple of days to drive. And mm. that's a long damn way. And yeah. so he's so fucking stubborn oh. that he just, he, unless he's got all that time to take off and drive down. And then that's a whole big ordeal. Like, so. Uh, so he, that's not happening. No. I don't know what he's doing, actually. I when know. was the last time you talked to him? Um, within the month, because I, I think we spoke on Thanksgiving. Oh, okay, okay. So at least th- there there was a conversation. Yeah, yeah. We called him on Thanksgiving, and I actually that's what was Philadelphia. He was in Philadelphia visiting a friend for Thanksgiving. Mm. Uh, everybody drive down here. Oh. <laughs> but I can say that because the last time he was down here, he had to be here from a mom. Mm. He doesn't just pick up and willy-nilly come see his sister. Neither right. does my dad, by the way, but I'm that's a whole other thing. He's never been down here before, has he? He he was here once the first time we lived here in, two, in 2011. 
My Wait. dad my dad came down to uh when we were living in, in the apartments. Was I here? Or had I moved back to Panama City? No, you you were here because you didn't move back to Panama City until February. Yeah, until February 2013. But they stayed in the hotel near the apartment complex. Oh. They didn't stay because we didn't have any room. God, why don't I remember that at all? Maybe you went to Atlanta. I don't know. Oh, interesting. Well, what we did, we we had well, we weren't here the whole time either because we drove to Panama City. Mm. But we um basically my dad came down that one time with my mom and that was it like he, mm. you can't make this bitch get on a plane <laughs> i'm like you are missing out on your one and only grandchild what oh, are you true. doing has he ever met your daughter your dad oh yeah yeah he okay. has i mean he he came down when it was her christening and and mm. last year like um uh, last year we took her up to Ohio. Okay. Aside from the the one time when he came down when she was uh, born, the only other times he's seen her is when we've gone to Ohio, which oh, have wow. been like three times, I think, maybe twice. Dang. I know. I'm really curious. I want to just take a quick second here, and he'll probably yell at me. Oh, God. Oh, no. I think he's still bitter that we haven't had him on the uh, podcast. Ryan just walked hey, in. Ryan. Come on, Ryan. Hi there. Let's see if he picks up. He may be painting. I'm not sure. Hello? Hi. Is this Abe? This is Kelly. Kelly, hey, it's Miguel and Holly. We're on the podcast. Oh, how are you? <laughs> she goes, oh, shit. So th- this is uh, my boyfriend's business partner. Uh, if you need painting, Accuracy Painting, hit him up on Instagram. Yes. Uh, is is uh, Abe or Mr. Silver Fox, is he disposed yes, right I'm now? I'm going to hand you over to um, um, Silver Fox right now. Perfect. Thank you, Kelly. She's also going through it well because her family's from Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good. You're on the podcast right now. Oh, hello. <laughs> Sorry. He gets his radio voice on. Are right, do you have a second to chat? Uh yes. Okay. One second. Okay. He might literally be like on a on a ladder somewhere, like painting yeah. something. Scaffolding. Like, yes. That happens a lot where he'll have to uh paint up high. Yeah. And he'll show me how high he has to go up and I'm like, there is no way. No. There is absolutely no way. No. Oof. Oof, no. I'm, I'm getting back. nervous. What's going on? Okay, he's back. So And we're back. We were just talking about the holidays and the, the big decision that we have to make on like what, what we have to do. And I was saying how I haven't brought it up on the air because I know some of your family listens and you were trying to figure out what was the best way to talk to them about it. Um, mm-hmm. ha- have, have you made a decision about it at all? Or what has that process been like in trying to decide what we're going to do for Christmas? It's been leaning towards not going, mm-hmm. but um, it's been very stressful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's been the hardest part about figuring that out when you say it's stressful? Like, are you, you don't want to disappoint your parents? Yeah. I mean, I haven't missed it in 30 years. Yeah. So. Oh, that's tough. It is. I feel like there needs to be a like a online help section that, that's not really online because we, know. you know to keep it like on the DL. Right. Well, <sighs> now have you? Because here's the thing: is and I told you this last night, and I just said this is that I feel like the temptress that's over here that's like you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Oh, there's Miguel. Like, do I feel do do I sound like the temptress? Am I coming off like that? Like the the other woman who's like mm-hmm, luring mm-hmm. you away from your family. I mean, you. You, 
you definitely come off leaning towards one way. Right. <laughs> the way of not going to Buffalo. But, I mean, I know that you would do whatever. But do you understand, though, that you've been there so much this year that it's like it's okay to miss this because there's going to be other times that we're going to be up there, you know, in the new year. Oh, believe me, my father this morning already said, well, you'll be up when your, uh, your niece or nephew is born. So, <laughs> Is there a baby on the way? Oh, yeah, there is. My, yeah, my brother's wife is pregnant. Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, mazel tov. Yeah. <laughs> That's exciting. They didn't waste any time, did they? No, they didn't. They yeah. got married in September and got knocked up. So yep. That's fine. Well, because You'd be I- proud of me, though. I did tell my dad that I was pissed at him yesterday. Oh, that's a big... Listen, as someone who's scared of their parents, I that's a big deal. Now, I didn't talk about that part because that was not my story to tell. So can you sort of tell... Like, why were you pissed at your dad? Uh, well, because I brought up possibly not going yesterday, and he was like, well, I'll be really disappointed, and if you go to Atlanta and don't come to Buffalo, Mom's going to be pissed. Oh. And that. That was just that was not fair. No, it's not fair. All. That isn't. That's a it's a manipulative thing. And I feel like that's something that parents do sometimes, and they don't realize what kind of ramifications they have on their kids when they do that. Uh, so it may not have been purposeful. And if it was, that is master manipulation, sir. <laughs> Go ahead, <laughs> Daddy. Like, ask Miguel. You can ask Miguel. You can ask Kelly. Like I was a freaking wreck yesterday. Like mm. I. It's it tough. Just, me down. Yeah. yeah when oh, your yeah. parents when your parents do that and and pull that card because my mom's done that once before and you're like oh hell no. Yeah, I know. So what did he say when you told him that you were pissed at him for saying that? Uh, not a whole heck of a lot. Mm. Um, I mean, he just he's like, well, I talked to mom this morning and she said she'll be disappointed, but she totally understands. And uh, and then he said, I think she's lying through her teeth. And I'm like, well, okay. I, well, have you sp- well, spoken you to your mom? Or is it just like, you know, mom is over no, here and the, the go-between is dad? <laughs> the go-between is dad at the moment. I mean, I didn't tell him to bring anything up to my mom. I was going to call her. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Mm. That might do you some good, yeah. I bet. I think you need to have a conversation with her because, yeah, she's going to be disappointed. But you've been up there half the year. Well, I I think that we need to classify now in terms of now we're all adults. Let's classify what we mean when we we hear that our parents are disappointed. It's not the same thing as when you're in high school or whatever else. And they're like, I'm disappointed in your behavior. Right. It's more of a grown up to grown up. Oh, that's disappointing. Like I would, you know, I, I'm sure she's disappointed not to be able to see you, yeah. but it's not like that heartfelt, you've wronged us disappointment. And that may be the big right. difference here. Disappointed at the situation right. instead of disappointed in, in me. Right, 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 Correct. right. That's good. All right. Well, I feel like we're getting somewhere. This is good. I'm just talking. I am such a proponent of talking it out. I know. Well, that's good. Well, all right. Well, I, I'll let you get back to work. I just wanted to get well, your side of things. Sorry to bust in with that one. <laughs> sorry. All good. All right. Have a good day. I'll see you later. All right, y'all. Bye. All right, bye. bye. Okay. If I get in trouble for that, I was later. gonna say I was like, "Oh, why you go?" Like literally, you just interrupted that poor man at 
work and went have a serious conversation with us. Listen, I'm sorry. I just he was we, not prepared for that. Listen, we gotta talk. We can't always have the time to talk about stuff on the air on the podcast. We can, girl. Yeah, we can. When you call other people <laughs> and they're not prepared to go there and they literally have a paintbrush in their hand. <laughs> oh dear. Sorry. Uh, Ryan, how are you? Are you miserable? Do you hate life? Do you hate us? What's going on? Uh, oh my. Oh wait. God. There we go. There we go. I was, I am in receipt hell today. Receipt hell. What does that mean? From uh, Next Big Thing. Ah. Oh. 97X. Our yeah. sister station's big two-day music festival that you helped organize because you are the promotions and marketing manager over Hot 101.5 and 97X. Uh, how, how was that experience? Uh, it was an experience. Mm. It's a lot. It is. I mean, I feel like I was thinking about you the other day and like, I was like, I bet you loved and hated it simultaneously. Well, I like doing the concert. It's just putting together the concert is weeks beforehand and then weeks afterwards. It's a lot. It's like everything. Oh, man. It's like most people only go there and they work the two days and they're like, oh, God, so much work. And I'm like, well, try planning it. Yeah, mm. it's like you're planning a wedding yeah, oh. every year. Like, well, you said that to somebody else the yes. other day, Miguel, and yeah. that's what it is like. But it's so much work and there's so many, there's so few people to do it all. Best and worst parts about it, Ryan? Uh, What? Best and Sorry, worst parts. I'm like about- still in emails oh. and everything. Uh, best and worst part. Best is seeing all the bands and the people happy and stuff. And I get to, uh, this year I got to do video more. So like a creative video, not like client videos, mm. which I've done in previous years. Um, so I got a little more freedom. Um, otherwise, the worst part, just tired. Mm. And having to go back to work and like collect everything and empty the U-Hauls and get every all the receipts in order and stuff. It's always the cleanup after yeah, the party. Cleanup, pretty much. It's like the setup is fun. You're like, ooh, what's going to happen tonight and then at the you, party? Yeah, and then you know something big is coming. Yeah. yeah and, then, and then there's more stuff yes. yeah. coming. Yep. <laughs> and then when you have to go and get cheese balls from behind your couch from the party and you're like, fuck. Yeah. Why did I get cheese balls for this mm-hmm. party? Well, that's good. Well, we're glad you're with us. Mm-hmm. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's He's like, like I'm I, just my here. brain's not here. No, That's all right. Ryan's That's all right. physically I here. at a computer screen and like emails. That's all right. I'm we, just like thinking about all the things that I have to do. So. Mm. Well, we we uh, we appreciate your body being here <laughs> and your mind being somewhere else. Yes. Uh, Holly, what's going on with you, girl? I'm at, uh, I'm a wreck right now. I think we had a little cry session before we did the podcast this morning. Do you want to delve into that a little bit? Yeah, and I think there's two prongs of it because I've been holding on to something for the podcast, and I don't know which one you want first, but Whatever. there's sort of two prongs. The first prong being uh, I'm just off. I'm just off at work. Like I, And I think I, ta- I touched on this like the last time we did a podcast where I just feel sort of out of place. I feel like... I'm not bringing a lot to the table. I feel very uncreative right now. I feel like sort of invisible to the building. I don't I don't know. I just don't feel like uh, it's clicking. So that we, and that was what we sort of talked about today. Mm-hmm. The second prong is my parenting life where I came up with a, a question that I was going to put on social media, but then I was like, Mm, I don't know where this belongs exactly. So that's why I want to save it for the podcast. And the question being is, if you are an empathetic, or maybe if you are a um, very sensitive empath, 
which if you know, if you have, you know, looked this up at all or, or read into it, but it's like an empath kind of like feels a room. And I've just, I've, over the years, I've really decided I am one. And mm-hmm. Miguel, I think you are too. Oh, yeah. Where you can feel other people's feelings. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a weird, it's like a blessing and a curse mm-hmm. because you can read a room really easy, <clears throat> but sometimes you take on the feelings of another person and then you don't know why you're feeling that way. And you're like, wait a minute, this isn't even my feelings. Yes. I've just absorbed the room. <laughs> it's a weird thing. So I'm that type of person. I am a people pleaser. I, um, you know, I I feel other people's feelings. I never want anybody to feel hurt or, you know, sad, especially on my account. And I wonder if there are other people like that, because I know that there are other people like that out there, but I wonder if other parents that are like that have a hard time parenting, have a hard mm. time being a disciplinarian because I'm struggling. And it's like as Maya gets older, it's a harder and harder struggle because obviously when you have a small child, they're all pretty much the same. Like they don't really have unique personalities at the age of two yet. You know what I mean? Right. Like you can kind of tell what kind of child they're going to be. Are they super difficult? Are they easy? Are they in the middle? You got that. But as she's gotten older and her personality is emerging and her, not just her personality, but the way she processes things and her feelings and her thoughts and her actions they are very different from mine. So I have a feeling she takes after her dad a lot. Um, and we always got along, but that was, you know, as adults and also as someone who I usually would take the backseat to whatever he wanted to do. And and one of the things that was wrong in our marriage was that he would always want stuff and he would want it and joke about it. And then I would always just usually get it. Again, because I'm a people pleaser. So I would buy him like these expensive softball bats and I would buy him all this. Like one time we spent $600 on batteries for the golf cart because he needed them. Oh. I was angry about that, but I was like, well, it's keeping him happy. So whatever. But then it got to be too much, you know, and it's um, and he would do this thing where one time I was like, I'm not buying you a bat. We just bought you a bat. Like we can't do this right now. We don't have any money. And by the way, that's how I racked up a lot of credit card debt. Just FYI. Mm -hmm. I'm laying out. So tell that, speak that truth, girl. So that's the kind of person that he is. And I think that that's how our daughter is going to be, where it's not a bad thing. It's just different than how I am. And I had a hard time saying no to him for requests like that. And I'm guessing now that I'm seeing more of Maya's personality pop out, I think that might be how she is, too, where things like that, that's her happiness. And I think that in the five personality or in the five uh, love languages, it's like gift receiving shows love. And I think those type of people need gifts to show that they're loved. But that's so that's like the last one on my list. Right. And so I have a hard time reconciling her always wanting things like I just she feels like she's like wounded if she doesn't get a fucking juice box or something and I'm like no like and then obviously you only really know parenting from how your parents did it and whether or not you want to do that or no like you can't you don't go totally outside of yourself for parenting you either look at your parents and you say I want to do that or you look at them and you say I don't want to do that and that's kind of how you guide your own thing Mm -hmm. but it's like we are just like you know going head to head on a lot of stuff and it's like I'm starting to dread picking her up from school because it's so draining. <sighs> Sorry. I'm probably going to cry. Just like, let's, this is the second time today. Brian's like, why am I here? <laughs> I, I just feel like she is like, so yesterday, for example, and I'm probably extra emotional for some reason, like my period's over, but I feel like I've been really hormonal lately. So I think that's part of it. 
So I understand that there's something actively working against me in my own body. Right. However, like yesterday, for example, I pick her up from school and she was supposed to have like, had like a, like a fun day because they got some money and they got to go shopping for their family members for Christmas. So I'm like, she probably had a good day. So I pull in. I'm a little bit late anyway because I'm coming from the hair appointment. And she's crying when I pick her up because somebody threw a ball at her. So I'm like, oh, oh. it's okay. So we get, we get past that. We get the presents. And then she's like, um, I don't remember what it was, but she got me something in a big box. She got her dad something in a big box. And she got Justin something in these little this bag. And I'm like, what is this? And she's like, I got him candy canes. And I'm like, you got him candy canes? <laughs> He should get something better than candy canes, Maya. He's really, like, he takes you to school every day. Like, don't you want to get him something better than candy canes? And she's like, no, that's what I want to get him. And I was like, so, like, already I'm like. Oh, God. And I'm like, why am I? I'm like, you know, I will leave this one alone. But that's what's, and then she gets in the car. And so already we've started on that. And then she goes, why didn't you bring Blanky? And I'm like, I wasn't even home today. I, I didn't stop home. I came from Tampa. I'm picking you up. I don't have Blanky. And she goes, you never remember to bring Blanky. That's the rule. And I go, I go, oh. I'm sorry. Are you yelling at your mother? You don't speak to me Yo. that way. So now I'm yelling at her. And now, and so then just quiet for a second. And then for the next five minutes, I'm stewing. And she's going, I want Blanky. And I go, <laughs> I don't have Blanky. Oh. So we, by the time we got home, I'm <laughs> silently crying. She's pissed as hell that I didn't bring Blanky. And I go, you know what, Maya? Sometimes you can wait for stuff. And she's like, I can't. I don't have patience. And I go, you're going to have to learn. I said learn that, bitch. I, so you have to Ooh. learn. And this is her new thing because I, I regret, again, saying this one time. I was like, oh, your dad doesn't have patience either because, again, he didn't. Mm -hmm. I got him an Xbox one year for Christmas, and I had it wrapped under the tree. I don't know if you remember this. And it was like I put it out there a week ahead of time because I like to see the presents under the tree. Mm -hmm. you know what it was? And he made me let him open it. I remember. <laughs> Four I remember days that. before fucking Christmas <laughs> because he's like, "Can I have it? Can I have he's it? Like, Can I have I it?" I have all these days off. What am I supposed to do? Exactly. I want to hang, hang out with my family. No, <laughs> I'm play Xbox. I wanna, blah, blah, blah. And so finally, after like, t I was like, and it was now that I, God, she is so her father's daughter. So he's like, "I want it now. I want it now. I want it now. I have to have it. Please, please." And finally, I was like. Like, fucking fine. But I don't think they realize it takes some of my joy in order to not be happy. It doesn't. It's just we're so opposite. Nobody's wrong. Nobody's right. It's just we're opposite. So I'm like, she's the same way. She's like, I want my blankie now. I don't have patience like my dad. Blah. And I'm like. <sighs> and then I started crying in the car. And I, I didn't want to let her see I'm crying. Well, she because takes those words, right? You're like, I don't have patience like my dad. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, and once then, you say it once, she'll remember And it then she just keeps throwing mm -hmm. it in my face. And I'm like, I will call your father and tell him about you're not having patience. And we'll see what he says. And I was going to have to give him a heads up and be like, well, you can work on patience. <laughs> but anyway, like, I'm. then I start crying. And I was like, I, one of my main things I was super excited about to be a parent was to, like, help guide a young, new human to be a nice other, like, human contributing to the awesomeness of Earth. I don't know, you know. And I'm not, and she's not. I'm just afraid she's going to be an asshole, and I'm trying really hard for her not to be one. What if she's a psycho? Like, what if she's a killer? Or what if, like, she is a bully? It just really sucks, and I feel like nothing I do is helping. And then my mom yelled at me the other day, and she's like, she doesn't listen, and you don't punish her enough. And I'm like, I'm yelling at her all the time. It's just so difficult.
Little kids are assholes, Holly. I All know. little kids that I've come across are assholes. God. So they grow out of it, and <sighs> it's just, I think it's just your job to curb their assholeness because they don't know that they're assholes yet. I know. But if you tell them <laughs> I that, can see it, though, and I'm like, you ran an asshole, yeah, yeah. but I can't say that. Well, right. fine. You, they learn from what you tell them, and I was a really big asshole when I was a little kid, <laughs> oh, no. trust me. And, you know, you just learn to go against how your personality is. So. Well, oh, and, and, and I think Holly... Does that feel good? I, I That's why I didn't want to stop you, because I felt like that's been building up and you needed to get that out. I did. Sorry. No, girl, don't ever be sorry. You are a human being with feelings and emotions, and you mm-hmm. can't stop it just because you're on the air. Uh, I, okay, a couple. I, th- mean, I probably couldn't do it. I don't have any kids, but it's just a lot. seeing my brother and seeing you, and I'm like, uh. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan's I know, like, I don't right? want no kids. I know. And sometimes I'm like, uh, Why? Why did we? Why? Why did we think this was have kids? They said it'll be fun. They said, <laughs> "Where's the fun?" I take pictures of families and stuff, and their little kids are assholes. Yes. <laughs> God. Now, okay. I just feel like, how do other people have well-behaved kids? I, I never knew it would be that hard, and I think it's because I thought, like you know. Being kind, it was like it, to them, is sort of like showing them how to be kind to others. That is fake. That is fake news, by the way. I, apparently, I don't know. And so I just, I'm, I'm worried that as an emotional, sensitive empath, it's difficult for me to parent and discipline a kid who's so opposite from me because I can't relate to it. Mm. Now, this is where I think that this is where you. Don't, I don't think you understand how this part of your personality will really help you parenting. So, yes, you are like, I want to be able to do this. I want to present this. I want to do this. I think that first off, you can't think about what she could be or what could be. You got to focus on right now. Mm. And here's the part of you where I think is really great. You're a person. You see a problem and you're like, let's figure this the fuck out. And so I feel like now that you know this. Why is Christopher calling me right now? Oh, her ex-husband's calling her. <laughs> oh, shit. Speaking of Do you want to get it? Let me just get yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead and answer hold it. On. That's fine. Hold on, No, hold this on. is fantastic. It. No, it's fine. We'll just keep on talking as she talks Hello. to him. Yeah, actually, guys, you should put him on speakerphone, Holly. Oh, wait, what? You should put him on speakerphone. Unless there's something really crazy going on. Oh, oh. Um, so they're on the kitchen counter a little bit. <laughs> yes, for the answer. Sorry, we're doing a <laughs> podcast. Um, so anyway, they're on the ki- like on my kitchen counter, and there were some like behind my the kitchen sink, and they're upstairs in my mom's kitchen. She can tell you where they are. And then also, the back door. You know those like rounded cement steps. This um, is our. Uh, like, the we're having technical difficulties right now. Miguel and Holly Uncensored will return in just a moment. Please stay tuned on your NBC network. Are you shopping at your local store today? Grab some Windex. It gets the soul out. (laughs) You need a diamond? Hit up International Diamond Center in Tampa and Clearwater. Need a Corona? Find your beach this weekend. You need some sunglasses? Hit up sunglassescrew.com. It is a shoes go to shoe carnival. (laughs) Oh, she doesn't endorse them. So we're talking about endorsements that pay us every week. Okay. Sunglasses Crew. So if you want some new designer sunglasses, hit up sunglassescrew.com. It's a subscription-based service, ninety-nine dollars a month. Are you doing your endorsement right now? Yeah, I'm just saying we're just we're just doing a. uh, If you're having technical difficulties right now, intermission. 
Uh, uh, sorry, we have ants, and luckily we have a good relationship, and he's a pest control person, so I was uh, like, uh, what are you doing because my house has ants? Are they the little black ones? No, they're actually, they're small, but they're like tan, little tan ones, which I think might be sugar ants. Oh, sugar yeah, ants. That's what I meant. Yeah. I had those, and they're impossible to get it's, rid of. They're everywhere. They're upstairs. You they're know what I, I bought? Know. The, um, I have to find it. They sell them at home. A blowtorch? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, they still come back. Fight them with fire. Um. I don't know what it was called. I'll show I'll show them to you, but they're like little traps, and it got rid of them. Oh wow! They take the food yeah. from it, and, and they then they bring it back, back to their and you yeah. poison them. You poison the yeah. poor animals. Murder them. Get you the fuck out of my house! Wow, wow, you're murderers, both of you. I do the same thing. Yeah. Um. So here's where I think, and maybe we need we should we should get uh Dr. Wendy Rice, our child psychologist, um on the air, mm-hmm. uh, or at least on the podcast. I think that you have to learn how to parent for that type of kid. Yeah. So, like... No, I get that totally. That's not foreign to me. Right. But then I also think that there are probably some books on how you can deal with that as well, Mm. on you as an empath, on how you can process when those situations happen, when you're like, I just don't understand how you can see life from that point of view at, like, the basis of who you are. Right. That doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Right. And I'm, I'm sure that there's resources out there that can help you... Just you understand and process how to deal with that sort of thing. So you're not freaking out because if you don't do that, then that that's where I think the teenager where you're she's like, oh, my mother. And you're like, bye. I know. I Like, this is the thing, too. Everyone's like, wait till she's a teenager. I'm like, I don't I wish I could have like a secret camera in the car because so. <laughs> It's funny now. It's not funny at the time. But what's funny now is is telling the story. So she gets in the car, and I forgot this part. So the blankie situation where I didn't bring blankie, and I'm like, sometimes I'm not going to remember to bring blankie. Like, you can deal with a 10-minute ride home. Right. So then she goes, well, oh, and I had to stop to get dinner, and then we were going to go home. She's like, can you just just swing by the house, and we're just going to, I'll stay in the car, and you grab blankie, and then come back out, and then we'll get dinner. And I said, no, we're, we're not doing that. And she goes, just stop at the house and get blanky before we get dinner. And I go, Maya, I am the mother and we are not stopping at the house to get blanky. And she goes, this is the worst day of my life. Oh, girl. I'm wow. like, and can't so wait just, for the teenage years. Everyone's okay. like, can't wait. And I'm like, y'all, I don't think there's any waiting. I think we're here. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it this came is early. It. Hopefully it passes early, too. That's what I'm hoping. Right? It's like when people are like, I drank in high school. And when they get to college, they're like, I don't even need a drink anymore. I'm done. I know. Let's hope this is it for sort her. Sort of hoping. And I really actually am thankful for my boyfriend. Miguel who- never left that stage, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in it, girl. Still in it. That's, that's funny. Um, so, But I, I, he helped immensely last night because I was really upset at home. And then he's like, parenting. We're going to do some parenting right now. Because he's really patient and good about this. So he decided... He's like, so if she treats you like that on the way home, you don't put her to bed. I'll put her to bed. But and this is the weird thing with my kid is that she's so, like, obsessed with me. Also, she, like, hates me and loves me at the same time. So, like, if I don't put her to bed, she's crying. I just want mommy. And I'm like, sorry. Mm. So he's like, no, new rule. If you treat her like that, I will put you to bed. And I'll read and we'll lay with you and everything. But your mother's not putting you to bed. She's like, okay, that's fair. Wow. I was like, well, that was a good solve. But I just feel like. It's these things, and I, I don't, I don't, I'm not equipped. Mm. So I do need like a book or something. 
I think we should we should try to schedule Dr. Wendy Rice on next week on the podcast mm. just to sort of because I I'm very curious because I, I obviously I don't have any answers I'm I got a broadcasting degree I can same. ask you an open ended question sometimes I have a, same I have a cat. <laughs> can be assholes too though so yeah they can and so i would be curious on how she would say you you handle those situations i mean that sounds i'm i i don't know because i'm thinking as an adult you have to learn compromise and that's a good compromise i mean and that's where it's like you can get your way but if you don't there are consequences to your actions Mm -hmm. and so i do feel like that is a good lesson that you just taught right we're trying to work on because i and i let me be gentle here. I'm not a huge fan of spanking. I don't really feel like it does much other than curve that behavior into something else mm. for fear of just avoidance of that one thing. And also, when you grow up, no one is spanking you when you do a bad job. Do you know what I mean? Right. That's not teaching you how to prepare for real life. Whereas, like, if you screw up at work, your job is going to be taken away. So if you screw up in the house, your blankie gets taken away. I feel like that's, and my friend Erin told me that that's her sort of parenting trick. And I really liked it because it's true. Like, every every time you fuck up when you're growing up, like you're a teenager, you're uh, in your 20s. If you fuck something up, something gets taken away from you. Whether Mm. that is a freedom or a, um, like a house or a, your apartment or your job or whatever there's a there's a an action and a reaction and the and the reaction is never spanking right like your boss is not going to spank you if you stole money from the company unless you work for Matt Lauer correct then he'll press the button and close the door and he'll spank you that's a whole different thing yeah but yes so no, anyway I, that's my that's and that I like I liked his um Solution because it is a if you do this, this is the consequence. Which because that's how life works. Um, I also wanted to speak on too because I think that's this is also important because this is something that's happening behind the scenes. Is that you know when you work for a media company or anything, there's they always talk about target demographics that you go after and something that our our every radio station does. You know if, if you listen to us on Hot or The Bone or ninety seven X or The Dove or Magic ninety four nine are our and it's not just radio stations. TV stations do it too yeah, you TV don't see stations, Lifetime yeah. marketing to men right or you don't see Cosmo magazine targeting to people who would normally read GQ exactly you know you have a target demographic and ours just happens to be younger females right and that's something that they harp on a lot and I think that for us you know, when we first got here almost four years ago, it was like, oh, well, this is easy because we're in the life group. Right. But then just as life happens, Holly has a child, you buy a house, I have a boyfriend, I don't go out as much. You know, you all of a sudden not lose grip, but you're not as sharp into what's happening in that demographic that's younger than you. Right. And that can be a lot in feeling like you're still relevant and that you're still uh, contributing. And so that sounds like that's a lot of your stress that you're dealing with. Right. It is. It is. I uh I don't I haven't really handled that well as like I should have probably. But I'm trying. Like I I try daily obviously. And I mean throughout my day I'm trying to be in focus with what that demo wants. Um but I just sometimes feel like it's such a separate like it's hard to be in one like segueing into a different life phase, but also still trying to be living your life in the other life phase. Right. It's 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 a bit of a mind fuck. Oh, yeah. Um, because it doesn't work to just be in it during the show because right. the show is so much more than three four hours. Right. So to be in it, you have to sort of be observing it all day, and then if that's not 
where you're at, it's a little, and I, ugh. and I don't even like to talk about it because I'm afraid of saying it out loud that someone is going to hear it and be like, oh, get some young blood in there get somebody new. Right. So. I don't think that's the case. And I, I just, I feel like good content is good content. Being a likable radio personality is being a good, likable radio personality. Just because you're young and you're, like, cute doesn't mean you know how to execute a break. It right. doesn't mean that you know how to do hot in Hollywood or you know how to meet people or cultivate those relationships, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think that because there's so much focus on that, there's all these other things that, you know, you, I, Ryan, Scott bring to the table. Um, it's just another growing phase, part of life. Yeah. And sort of figuring out where you fit in with everything, you know? Mm -hmm. It's sort of like when you go from middle school to high school and you're like, well, who the fuck am I in this in this, in this this space? Right. You know, or how do I exist? Maybe more appropriately, high school to college. Right. Because it's all new, you know, you're trying to navigate not only just the basics, but who you are too. Yeah. So, so it, it can be, uh, we're all trying to figure it out. I'm saying. Sorry, I feel better. That's good. I'm glad. To, I That's why I wanted to just get it out and, and, like, just let you be able to speak it out because sometimes that helps just to physically get that stuff off your chest and mm -hmm. just talk about it, you yeah. know? Yep. And there's no, there's no hurt in that. This is why, you know, our show is unlike others where we talk about that. We talk about a corporate said our target demographic is this. That's what we have to talk about. But that's, but listen, we are who we are. And like, that's something that behind the scenes is a stress on us that we're constantly trying to deal with and make sure that we're in focus with what you listening want. Correct. Yes. Because we're trying to give you the best product possible and entertainment. Like that's always just been what I wanted to do. Right. So, I mean, that's always the goal. Know that. Ryan, are we failing? No. 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 Are we? Are we I like old? It. Are we I like old it people? I like the the topics, and we have more phone calls. It's just more fluid. I do like that aspect. I like the aspect of it. It sounds just, more like a morning show lately, I think, than it has been. Sort of just, you know, I don't even know what it was well, before. I was thinking today when I first started, it was very segmented, like mm. blown off, and then hot in Hollywood, and then. Boyfriend poker or whatever it was. Bad boyfriend poker. Oh yeah. <laughs> Bad boyfriend not, not poker. My face. Pu -pu 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 poker. Now it's oh all. God, there was a theme um, song. I yeah. forgot. It's all just um, life based mm. on people on the show, like Scotty's Spanish exam, mm -hmm. and it's very topical based on the life of. Us. Yeah. No, I so. I agree. I think it flows well. Good. That makes me happy. I spend a lot of time thinking about it. Good on you. It's, uh, I just, listen, I'm trying to make sure we all got something to eat. We're all getting paid, okay? <laughs> listen, my, even though I don't have He's a child. and you got greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes, bam, bam, lock, Listen, I, I feel like my response, even though I don't have a kid, my responsibility is to make sure that there is food on the table for Holly, mm. her daughter, for Ryan, his girlfriend, their for cat. Scott, their Penelope. cat, Penelope. My boyfriend got something to eat. I got. I can still pay Duke Energy. We're all just trying to eat and keep the lights on. Listen, so please keep supporting us so we yes. can keep the lights on. Thank you. Uh, anything else? Any uh, parting shots before we go? Um, no, no. I feel pretty good. Ryan, you got anything? Um, no, I'm good. Back you to um, life. Mm, back Office. to your back to your emails. Yeah, emails. Ugh. I'm just. I feel like I am an email. Oh. <laughs> 
Like I'm just no longer a human. I'm just a, a, a computer. You know what? When I look at you, you don't look like Ryan. You look like that paper clip from Microsoft <laughs> That's me. Word 1997. <laughs> You That's are me. the paperclip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the paperclip. Uh, and it would always be like, do you need help? I'm like, no, fuck you. <laughs> I know how to copy and paste. <laughs> Damn it. Holly, what's all of your social media? My, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Radio Holly. And then on Facebook, as Holly on Hot 101.5. Ryan? I am Radio McGib, M-C-G-I-B. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Mostly on Instagram. And then Facebook is Ryan McGibbony. That's a wasteland. It's like Just no one on Facebook. McGib. Facebook I, don't know, slash I still McGib, get people MCG-Eppy. adding me on Facebook. Do you? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ryan, what's the name of your, your video photography business? Uh, it's just my name. Ryan McGibbony? It's not creative. <laughs> not yet. Ryan McGibbony I did, I LLC. Can't, I can't like decide on what I want it to be if it's going to be other than my name. Because I wanted my name to go out there first. Yeah. Mm. And then I will tie it to something else To a later. brand. Sure, yeah. I feel like we should have a contest. That way we can at least just get some submissions. Exactly. We need to figure out. We need a business name. We need to... Ryan's going to be rich. He's going to be... Photo- fought for- <laughs> what? He's going to be taking pictures of famous people in the future. <laughs> Miguel's brain went... Pss- I said, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, you can follow uh, Scotty the Body, our associate producer, Scott Tavlin, on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I'm Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R. You can find Miguel and Holly Uncensored at Hot1015TampaBay.com on the Hot1015 app. Or if you have iTunes or an iPhone, just pick up the podcast app, type in Miguel and Holly Uncensored, and make sure to rate and subscribe. Bye, girl. Bye. Bye. Want more Miguel and Holly? Listen to past episodes of Miguel and Holly Uncensored at Hot1015TampaBay.com, the Hot1015 app, or on iTunes.